Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to episode four, season two of the Plata Life podcast. Uh, Let's see, today we're going to be talking about the reflection piece and the preparation for the highly sensitive person creative project. I will be honest and share that I'm a little overstimulated right now. There is so much going on and my anxiety is all over the place. I'm currently at the park trying to catch my breath after a long shower because I can't seem to quiet my brain down with so much that's going on and I'm honestly just really distracted by all that's going on. I'm also fighting a baby who's refusing to nap at this point. An almost 11 year old that I can't have at home because he's walking now. He's, like, fighting me in the ergo right now. Um, he's walking now, and so he's, like, into everything. And just going from, like, the three naps to two naps a day sometimes. My son's kindergarten schedule, like, for virtual learning is all over the place. I'm just trying to catch my breath. And it is okay. Um, I think... Part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast in the first place was to really be honest with people and just share part of this journey with you. I think oftentimes you get really bogged down by seeing how, you know, you look on social media or you listen to different people, you read their books, and I feel like this part's always just really overlooked. It's very much... Oh, I had a hard time, but then I overcame it. And then you're kind of left feeling like, cool, and they sold millions of books and became super famous, and now they don't have to work a day in their lives, and their life is magical, full of unicorns and puppies, and all they use, all they had to do was use the right hashtag to, like, become an influencer and a millionaire. Um... I don't know, maybe that's just me that does that, but I feel like that a lot of the times. And what I'm starting to learn is that when I create things based on what I wish I had or based on what I need, it oftentimes creates the path for others to feel seen and heard because, surprise, surprise, I'm not the only one feeling this way. Um... As much as I like to argue that I'm the only one that ever feels a certain way, my husband tends to remind me that I'm not. Which, as an Enneagram 4, is very much like, oh, that's great. But also, no, I'm the only one that ever feels this way. So it's it's a very weird, uh, conflicting feeling, I guess you could call it. Anyways, I'm at the park recording this episode, and there's, like, a group of young kids who are doing, like, training like soccer training I don't know they're going through this like obstacle course looking thing none of them are wearing a mask all these parents are huddled together so it just makes me feel like I live I'm living this like 
dual reality because I just got the email from my son's school that they're not going to be going back to in-person learning until after spring break, which is in March. And we're in the middle of January right now, which, to be honest, I completely agree with because the numbers are so high. And then my mom just texted me, hey, what are you guys doing tomorrow? So I'm like, and the baby wants to join in. There's a lot of, like, input happening. And I have to remember that, like, this time as a highly sensitive person, I need to give myself the time and the space to just feel my feelings. This baby's, like, super cute. But, hey, what do you want to say, huh? Um... Just feel my feelings and remind myself that while I deeply feel things, I am not my feelings and that I must allow them to flow through me and release them as they come and as they go because otherwise the anxiety starts to get pretty bad. So I don't think he's going to nap this morning. It's already like 40 minutes past his first nap time. So that's all right. Also learning to be flexible. So yeah, this is part of the reflection piece, I guess. The thing that I wanted to really talk about today with uh, in terms of the project is I just completely glanced over the fact that I just shared all that with you. The thing I wanted to share with you is that I purposely put this time in the HSP project because it is so crucial that we give ourselves time to sit and reflect and think about and feel the things we need to feel so that we don't push ourselves to the extent of burnout. All right, I'm going to have to just wait a little bit because he's not going to let me record. So I will be back in a few minutes to see if he stops talking or if he's just going to keep talking every time I talk. So I will come back in a little bit. All right, I'm back. Um, I won. The baby's asleep. Haha, victory for the day. Um, It's ridiculous. This is getting... Ah, a little crazy. Um, I do have to say, though, being out at the park and just, like, people walking from, obviously, a socially distanced way gives me a lot of ideas. And there's these people that come to the park every once in a while with this big parachute. I don't know if they're practicing or what they do, but they, like, go down the hill. And then they, like, practice the liftoff of what, like, the parachute would be. Like, you know, like, don't you see at the beach? But then they just stand there and then they squat, like, practicing without using the parachute. And they use a parachute a couple times and they typically just pack it up and go. So it's a lot of, like, the coach person just showing the person, like, how to move their body. And they just practice that over and over again without actually using the parachute. But it takes them so long to take the parachute out that you wonder, like why they put the parachute on if they're just practicing the body movements. Very interesting. Um, yeah, good writing material here. Anyway, so as you can tell, I am all over the place. And I was saying earlier before I had a 
fight the baby so he could finally fall asleep. That things have been a little hectic in my head lately, and I forget that we are still in the middle of a pandemic, and we're almost at the one-year mark. The baby's about to be a year old, and I want to just fast-forward through these feelings and not sit in them because they are very uncomfortable, and so I really want to just not sit in it. But I am forcing myself to sit in it, and bringing you along with me. So the really good thing that I've learned in the past year is that usually when I'm like this, it means that I am not setting good enough boundaries for myself and that I'm trying to do too much without taking a mental or a physical break for myself. And I desperately need that as a highly sensitive person, as a mom, as a human being who just lives their life. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about today and why I decided to include the reflection piece as part of the project. Because I think we, especially as women, and this is part of like the dismantling the systems and the patriarchy and all that stuff I've talked about in previous episodes, we tend to just go, go, go and not really take a step back and admit to ourselves that we are making things worse by not asking for help or by assuming that nobody wants to help us. Uh, Brittany Brown always does uh, the story I'm telling myself. Uh, she does that a lot with her husband, which is really helpful because I do that with my husband now, and it really is super helpful. But I think the story I tell myself a lot as a highly sensitive person is that I am being too sensitive or that I'm asking for too much. And uh, if I go in really deep again, which I have gone in really deep with some of the previous episodes, is that I tend to, these feelings tend to come up a lot, and they stem a lot from my childhood of always feeling like it, I was too much, and people couldn't handle my emotions, and so I never fully learned how to feel certain things, and so now I repress them, or I tend to work on other things, or I tend to overachieve during these times, because that allows my brain to just keep going without actually dealing with a problem, which is setting boundaries. So the reflection piece of this whole project gives me an opportunity to act, to like really sit down and ask myself, how am I doing? How am I feeling? How is it all going? Um, yeah, 2020, like I mentioned before, has been a crazy year, but I think we've all learned a lot about ourselves about loss, about what really matters to us, and about the things we need to do for our own families and our own well-beings. And so one of the things I'm learning to practice a little bit more, it is definitely setting those boundaries. Um, And so I'm reflecting on the week and maybe like why my anxiety is going up a little bit. Also because of all the political stuff going on, the insurrection that's happened at the Capitol, all the stress of, like, the violence that could potentially get worse, and all that obviously is not helping, but I realized that I went three days without a shower this week, and I know that may be TMI for some of you, but I 
went and analyzed it a little bit. How did that happen? How did I allow that to happen, first of all? And it's that mentality for me a lot of the times. Um, like when I was a teacher that just said, you know, when you're sick and it's way more work to plan for a sub than it is to show up sick at school. Um, if you're a teacher, you very well know that feeling. If you're a parent, you know that feeling as well. Uh, I'm just going to push through because it's way more work to ask for help or it's way more work to ask somebody else to do this because I'm going to have to fix it anyways, or it's not going to go the way I planned, and letting go of some of that control can be a little bit annoying, a little bit scary, I don't know, a little overstimulating, so we just push through, and we assume that things are just going to get better, and then here I am, feeling a ton of anxiety and realizing, um, I haven't showered in three days, that's really gross, and I probably could use a nice hot shower and the baby's not sleeping so I might as well go get in the shower my husband's home and he's never one to say I don't want to help you or I can't help you or to not be helpful when he's home like he's one of the most helpful people I've ever met in my life when he's home so it really has just been a matter of you know depending what time he's able to get home after work being mindful of the fact that I'm more anxious about him making sure he takes a shower because he's full of germs and I don't want him holding the baby until he's like nice and cleaned off because of coronavirus and so by the time he's done with the shower and I have to prep dinner and we all eat dinner and then we have to do bedtime and then it's like well I'll just take a shower tomorrow and so it's just easier for me to not set a boundary of me taking care of my own needs is important as well than to actually, you know, say I need a shower and throw off the groove that we have going during the week. Um, so I think definitely that was part of the issue this morning when my son would not fall asleep and I was getting triggered by the not sleeping part. Um, so I told my husband, take the baby, I'm going to go take a long hot shower, and then I got out of the shower and I said, I'm going to go for a nice long walk, put the baby in the ergo, and just record my podcast, because I know that the next week might be a little bit crazy, and so here I am, and the baby wasn't sleeping, but I finally got him too. So all of this to say is that it is important for us to sit back And take a nice long breath and sit under the sunshine every once in a while and think about the last time we had a really good shower because that's important for us to take care of our own needs. I also decided to just text my mom back and say I don't feel comfortable with seeing anybody right now. The numbers are so high. I just need time to not see anybody I asked my husband to text his parents to let him know the same thing. I had a runny nose the last couple of days, so I just want to play it safe because that helps me and because that makes our family run a little bit smoother. And that's okay. That's what I need. And I'm not being selfish. And so talking myself through these feelings is really helping right now, too. So if you're listening to all this, this is kind of what I have to do from time to time when I reflect on...
what is happening in my head and stop the cycle of making myself feel bad for having certain needs and being so sensitive to certain things. Now you may be asking, how does this tie into the the HSB creative project? Well, you see, the way I structure this is we're going to do one theme a week. So starting next Friday, I am so excited to start this. Like, even if I keep telling myself, what if nobody joins me? That's always like one of my biggest fears for anything I do. It's like, what if nobody shows up? Um... Which could happen, and then again, then I'll be doing this by myself, and that's cool too, right? I mean, I did it by myself last year, and I, I can do it again. Um, although last year I didn't really invite anybody, and I didn't like try to get people to join me, so there's that. But anyways, so um, my husband's like, when you're recording outside, make sure you don't get distracted. He listens to this podcast, so here I am being distracted. By the way, the leaves are moving in the tree. Uh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, the HSP Creative Project. So the way I structured it was once a week, I'm in, on Fridays, I'm going to release kind of like, oh, this is what we're going to be focusing on creating. So next Friday we'll start. And every day for a week, you're going to create something using whatever medium, like I talked about already, in whatever way you can, you see the theme. So the first one is favorite color. So you see your favorite color, create something every day, one minute a day, an hour a day, three hours, whatever you want to do. And the idea is that when you continually show up every day to create, something magical will happen. Something in you is going to change. And my hope for you as a highly sensitive person or as a parent or as a Spanish teacher or as a regular teacher is that you start to learn more about yourself and your own needs and what helps you during this time of your life. The strategies and tools that I had in place last year, obviously I have not been able to apply as well because a pandemic happened. And so this past year when I was creating, I had to relearn a lot of what I needed and how to get it when my typical techniques of giving myself lots of breaks as a parent was not really a possibility. So that's when I realized, you know, getting fresh air and going for a daily walk has been a tremendous help for me. And even on the days where I like really don't feel like it, I know once I do it, I'll feel so much better. And so I really have to push myself. Some days it's easy, some days it's hard. Or, you know, like the creating piece, some days it's just not going to feel like I can create anything. So I have to be really mindful of pushing myself through that. But if I don't take the time to reflect on how I did that, then I tend to overlook how far I've come. And I think that's crucial for a highly sensitive person, for all people, to be honest, is... A lot of the times we focus on all the things we haven't done, all the things we didn't do as well. You know, if you're a recovering perfectionist like me, it really kind of takes a mental habit of doing this, of really sitting down and saying, wow, I did this really well this week or this month or during these three weeks, however I set it up for the project. So that's the whole idea. Um, My son was in his little class 
on Friday they do um, like an individual meeting with the teacher where she'll go for 10 minutes with each kindergartner and they look through all the work they that they've been supposed to be turning in all week and I mean I've been really good about like really helping him set himself up for success like but I've also been very mindful of there's some days like this week he threw some fits and it did not go really well and he refused to do some writing and so we took a picture of what he could do that day we turned that in and I called it a day and I said this is where he's at right now and so the teacher this week you know was going on about like oh I see you did this work and that's really great and oh what happened here like you didn't really do what you were supposed to do and so having that accountability for him was is crucial because with me a mom and he has a different relationship with me and sometimes we butt heads a lot and it's just not a really fun way to do virtual learning and it's really annoying and that's the part that I'm kind of really struggling with at this point a year later almost um is how do I find that balance of helping him through this crisis while also giving him the stability and routines that he desperately needs as a highly sensitive child without stressing him out too much because I can be such a perfectionist that I want the teacher to know that I'm doing my best as a parent and so it's just very complicated there's a lot of layers to this parenting journey um during these times and so I think in general but definitely more so now so I was cleaning the house yesterday because having a tidy and clean environment really helps me uh, decompress and it helps me have a clear mind and I'm just listening to his teacher and I'm looking at his face and he's kind of like oh crap she's calling me out because I didn't do what I was supposed to do but she just did it in such, like, a natural way, like, just giving him feedback, you know, like, I'm really enjoying listening to you, to your readings, your fluency sounding great, and, like, all these things I hadn't even realized were happening with him, that I, I don't want to say I took them for granted, but I didn't realize we were working on until I heard somebody else say like that he's doing well and so I it really I really had to take a step back and celebrate those little victories like I can't believe his kindergarten year will be over in a few months and he's reading and writing and he loves it he loves to draw and he's got such a joy for and passion for learning and this was the first week where he said the words I hate school and that broke my heart this week but I hyper focused on that one moment on that one feeling he had all week and completely overlooked all the really great things that he had done all week because I was so nervous that he's hating school now and oh my gosh and he didn't do the writing piece for this one time and now everything's falling apart and so Obviously, I'm projecting a lot of my own stuff on him, which is really hard not to do as a parent, and I'm working really hard on it. But hearing his teacher just kind of blend the feedback of, you know, like, you're doing all these things really well. You could always work on these things, but man, like, this is awesome that you're doing these things well. And just those 10 minutes, I mean, made such a difference with the way I viewed the week with my six-year-old that... 
it really made me think why the reflection piece and the preparation pieces are so important for us to celebrate those smaller victories that we don't always get to celebrate or that we don't give ourselves permission to celebrate. And so in this, the HSB creative project, I have intentionally put a time and a place for this to happen. So the way it's structured is every three weeks, you're going to have, you know, like each week you're going to have a different theme Um, And they're the ones I used last year. And I'll go into detail um, each week when I do the podcast and the YouTube video of like why I chose that specific thing. Um, And then the fourth week, you're going to have a week of reflection where you get to still create based on whatever felt the best to you. And you're going to reflect on how those three weeks felt and how those three weeks went for you. And it's really important that you do this because you learn so much, not only about yourself, but about the processes that help you thrive and not just live. And my dream and my hope for you and the reason why I want to connect with others in this way is because I don't know if you heard the last episode of season one, but I'm kind of tired of just living like to live. I think we need to be able to show others how we can thrive and how we can support one another and show each other the way of, you know, today I don't feel like I'm thriving. Today I had a walk and fight with my 11-month-old, almost 11-month-old, taking a nap and I'm feeling judgmental towards these parents who are bringing their kids to a football practice. I mean, the kids are like tackling each other right now and I'm like, Do you not realize that COVID numbers, I am terrified for them and I'm feeling really judgy and judgmental. And I know that usually stems from a place within me that is not feeling secure because I'm doubting myself. And that's besides the point. But it really helps us to just hold each other accountable and... You know, when I go back home right now, I'm going to walk back right now and to share with my husband, like, I'm feeling this way because I have not been setting my boundaries. And this is what I need this weekend. And I need your support in this way. And if I feel like I'm being too needy, it's probably going to come out in this way. And I needed some time to reflect and think and just give myself time to feel so that I could figure out what's happening and verbalize it to you. Because otherwise, I just end up saying everything's fine, everything's great, and just living and then feeling anxious all weekend and not getting my needs met. So, as you prepare for this project, you have all the things you're going to need. And this is a time where you're going to kind of go in a little deeper within yourself. And you may not like it, and you might find yourself in a little bit of panic. There's a lot going on in the world right now as we speak and this week is going to feel heavy. I need you to just breathe and know that you can do it. And and I think this is the part that those authors, you know, I'm thinking of Glenn Doyle, where she like talks about we can do hard things. Like, I think she really meant like just showing up and breathing during the hardest moments of our lives. And that means different things for different people. And 
see now I'm watching these people again with a parachute and there she is she's gliding down the hill and she's using all that movement and now she's using the parachute and oh she's keeping it up I think nope it's go it's going down almost okay so I mean I guess I guess in short I could have just put this in like a two-minute episode is you spend all this time practicing the little movements, all like the small, like squatting movements for this parachute, and then you think it's the parachute moments that really matter, but they're not. It's those tiny little moments in your everyday life that really actually matter. The times that you stop from yelling at your kids and you take a deep breath instead, or instead of feeling judgmental towards another parent, you take a deep breath and you realize, you know, they're doing the best that they can, making the choices that they need to make. Instead of going down that spiral of negative thinking, you close your eyes and feel the silent on your face and you say, maybe I just need to go for a walk and clear my head and give the baby a chance to get some fresh air so he can get a good nap in instead of forcing him to sleep for 30 minutes and then still be tired afterwards so take the time this week um before we get into the creating part of this project and really notice how those moments show up for you kind of take inventory prepare what you're going to need Uh, figure out how you can set some of those boundaries, you know, if you're not showering every day and you'd like to, you know, (laughs) what what do you need to do? Uh, And if you're okay not showering every day, then that's cool too. Sometimes I'm okay with that and that happens. Um, They say it's good for your hair to not wash it every day. I don't know. I haven't gotten a haircut in so long. I really need to just, I've cut my own hair twice in the past year. I'm thinking of just chopping everything off. I don't know. So, yes, I think this will be the end of this episode. I really hope that you are taking the time to take care of yourself in whatever ways you can. And to check in with your family and friends in whatever ways you can. Um, Remember the oxygen mask analogy or whatever. You know, you can't put other people's oxygen masks on if you don't have it on yourself you know that's the nice one to always share with highly sensitive people um the thing with us is that you're gonna need probably more than one mask at different times and it's gonna feel like you're being really needy and that's okay like you need more sometimes than others you also give more at times than others and that's okay like we're all different we're all made a specific way for a specific reason and you are you because the world needs you and the world desperately needs our gifts right now so we got to be ready got to be ready prepare for it um so yeah i will talk to you next week and we will get started with the hsp creative project thanks for listening adios hasta luego